Wayne Taylor Racing, multi-time champion in the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship, grabbed him the Endurance Championship this year. He joins us now. And, Wayne, it's your turn to talk. Go ahead, bud. Yeah, what do you want me to talk about? Um, yeah, we've just, we've just come off an, an incredible season. Um, no, what, what were you drinking last night? That's what I want to hear, Wayne. What, what, what was your drink of choice? Well, I started out at... Um, uh, martinis, mm-hmm. and then it went to champagne, and then it went to red wine. Oof. So it was a good, good combination. Good combination, except for your head the next day. Clearly, no, you were celebrating. You know, you know, you know, I've been doing this for so long. I don't get headaches anymore. Oh, you're amazing! <laughs> wow, yeah. Wade Taylor. I guess that's what happens. You don't get hangovers. They don't want to mess with a multi-time champion. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. Yeah, that's all part of it. Freak Nation, Wayne Taylor is a longtime friend of the Freaks. He's been coming into the Speed Freaks pits on radio and uh, visited us on television several times. Wayne, you had a great year. You won the 2020 Kimsa WeatherTech Endurance Championship, and your sons won their own championships in their own right. You won yours without their help. Quite an emotional year for the Taylor family. Yeah. You know, if you think back to 2017, I did it. Uh, we won Daytona with my boys and and uh, Jeff Gordon, which was uh, pretty crazy. And this year, um, no, in fact, immediately after that year, 17, Ricky had got invited to go to Roger Penske. So, of course, he, he left. And... Then Jordan stayed with us through 18, and then Corvette called him back in 19, so I ended up with uh, WTR all on my own. Um, and, you know, this year was a weird year because of the COVID virus and the season, and it was difficult for everybody. And it was Jordan's first year in the Corvette program, and they won the GGLM class. And then literally going down to the wire at the last race, it was going to be either Ricky's team with Penske or my team <laughs> to win the championship. But prior to, prior to, it's um, quite complicated, I guess. The um, um, North American Endurance Cup, I've been trying to, I've been trying to win for four years. And so in order to plan it, like in your last, we went into the last race with, with, uh, um, a points lead, but you get points after every four hours. So we strategized to be sure that we were in the lead at, at um, four hours. And then we, normally, and this happens every time, as soon as we get to that point, my, my engineer says, are you sure we want to do this? Why don't we just go for the win? I said, well, we'll go for the win after we try and win the NAC. And um, so we gained the points, and literally half an hour later, we ended up uh, tangled with another car and got damaged. So we at least clinched that championship. And then Ricky's car broke and our car broke. And, I mean, can you believe it? Both of us, <laughs> well, Ricky won the championship finishing seventh. And we ended up, you know, winning the um, NAEC and losing the driver championship. So it was pretty good because both... Both boys winning for two other teams and then my team winning. It was, um, I couldn't have scripted that any better, I think. 
Yeah, it's it's so interesting because it's awesome to win as a family together. And you guys have that. But now winning as a family, but separately, it's a whole different slew of emotions, isn't it? It's totally. And um, one of the one of the difficult parts I had with Ricky driving for Penske is that uh, I'd be on the timing stand on my seat there next to the engineer and, and uh, Logan. And um, I would get so excited if Ricky was getting into the lead or whatever. And I would... I would just shout out, yes, good move. <laughs> and, and everybody would turn and say, which car are you watching? Because our car's not even anywhere. I said, oh, shit, I'm watching the wrong car. <laughs> and, and Jordan was saying that at um, the last race at, uh, at Sebring, <laughs> for the last half an hour, he found himself watching Ricky the whole half hour. So it was, it was funny during the course of these three years with Ricky that I ended up watching him, what he was doing and, and getting caught at, at the same time. So, so suffice it to yeah. say though, it's good. You've got Ricky coming back next year and it's kind of funny. You've got the team that won the championship coming back to drive for you. Of course, your son, Ricky Taylor and Elio Castroneves, not too shabby. Yeah. So he left me as uh, the champion, and now he's coming back as a two-time champion. Ooh. And we've got um, uh, his permanent teammates going to be um, Philippe Albuquerque, who's won Le Mans and many different races. And I think he, ran, he won the World Endurance Championship this year. And then for the long-distance races, we got Alexander Rossi and Helio. And the reason for that picking those guys was, other than the fact that they're really good at this was the fact that we now are running the cars that Penske ran and so all three guys that are going to be running the long distance races have all driven this car for the last three years so at least we got one consistent um, component sorted out which is the drivers and so this program started really really late so it's going to be a scramble to get to the 24 hour that I I can tell you. Yeah, but isn't that that just kind of par for the course? The way 2020 has gone, you put a, together a program late in the in the game. Oh well, I think you guys, with how talented you are in Wayne Taylor Racing, you're going to figure it out. Well, yeah, we we have to figure it out, and then there's such a big change to the format of the weekend. There's no more raw, which is normally that first week in January. Thank God they changed it this year to be the weekend before. So it gives us a little bit more time to to prep the cars. And um, I'm flying up there on Tuesday. Ricky's flying up, I think, on Wednesday. And I'll be detailing the car all day Wednesday and Thursday. And then coming back and taking some time off and then getting ready for the for the big month of January. Multi-time champion team owner Wayne Taylor from Wayne Taylor Racing joining us here in the Freak Nation. Of course, Simpson WeatherTech Sports Car Championship uh, team owner Wayne Taylor joining us here in the Freak Nation. Are you sure you're not sipping back on some wine right now with your your smoker's hat and your smoker's jacket? Because you seem awfully calm and cool and collected right about now. Yeah, it's not normal, really. I know um, it. But, What's the uh, deal, buddy? No, it's... Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I just... Um, I don't ever really relax, but I guess today I did. I think I was scared of 
getting on the radio with you guys. Yeah. The wrong thing. <laughs> but no, I can tell you, I'm sipping on a bottle of Evian water. How's that? There you go. Wayne, have you made the adjustments mentally and financially to where you could maybe repeat this year, a championship year at the racetrack? Well, unfortunately, it looks like we certainly are going to have to start that um, certainly at the beginning of the year. But it's funny, I was walking through Home Depot yesterday with my mask on. (laughs) And I was looking at everybody wearing masks. And it's got to the point where it's become normal life to see this. You, You sort of have forgotten about what it's like to walk around with no mask on. Um, but, you know, MSA are doing a pretty good job. Like at Sebring, I think they allowed 50% um, uh, of of uh, spectators to come in. And I think they'll do the same at Daytona. I think um, there's going to be very little access for the fans uh, in the close-up and autograph sessions. I don't think will happen. And we have been restricted to people, but being Daytona for a two-weekend event, they're allowing more people. Um, you know, and so far, throughout all the races, we've had nobody's actually got the virus. So I think they're doing a good job of it, but it is it is really tough to go to a race weekend. And, uh, you know, when we first went back and have no spectators. And Daytona is going to be the real shock because it's sort of our home race. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've always got so many fans that come out, but now they're not even going to be able to get very close to us because they call it the bubble. We all live in this bubble area, which is in the paddock and the motorhomes and the um, transports and stuff. And, you know, nobody can get in there. And so, in one way, it's quite good because you don't get um, pulled around and you know, ask stupid questions and um, <laughs> stuff like that. There's a bit of a relief, but you know, the sponsors have put up their money for this. Part of it that's important to them is to be able to come with their customers to the track, but more so than come to the track, but also be able to come right up to the uh, to the pit stand and and get a feeling for what it's like for us and and understanding the race. So, you know, if we have to do it, then. You know, we'll do it, but it's not its not ideal. It's not ideal. Speaking of, we need to be saying Kanika Minolta in like every other sentence here. So they do get their money's worth <laughs> for crying out loud. At least, though, 2021, fingers crossed, it's not going to be like 2020 in the sense that you win Daytona and then suddenly the entire schedule is pulled out from underneath you because the entire country shuts down. And then for racing until July. So explain the emotions and the, the the frustrations with that from this past year and at least how you won't have to deal with that this year. Well, you know, when it first came out this year, the good thing about it was that we just won the 24 hours. Yeah. It was the longest period of time where we could say we won the last race because <laughs> that's how you get gauged as you <laughs> as good as you were in your last race. Um the first lockdown of eight weeks or something, it was quite a change and quite relaxing, to be honest. But then there's the panic that sets in whereby, you know, sponsors have the right to um, uh, withdraw if there's races canceled. But IMSA did a great job in working out that we were still able to finish the championship. Um, but I can't imagine 
I can't imagine what I'm watching on TV about um, these people in New York closing down everything. California's closing all restaurants down, everything, and it's bloody infuriating to see all this crap going on when they don't even know what they're talking about. Because quite honestly, I've spoken to some some really heavyweight doctors around the country, and it's the same thing, and that is very simple. You know, wash your hands ten times a day with soap and then sanitize, wear a mask if you're going out, and social distance. And touch wood, that's none of our racing team, none of my family have got involved, but you see all these, you know, closing down these restaurants, closing down these people, and, and if they, they don't understand they're closing the economy down. And so how do you, in our sport, which, which um, you know, lives off sponsorship, how do you sell this to sponsors? Hmm. I've got to tell you what a great partnership I have with Conic and Minolta. They're, they're almost in every stick and ball sport in the country, and golf being their biggest, they've actually slashed all these sponsorships and, and kept mine alive, Ooh. which is just unbelievable that people like Rick Taylor, the CEO, and Mike Matei, who runs the motorsport department, keep it going. And all I can think is that at least we must be doing a good job, not just you know winning races. It's not about just winning races anymore. It's about looking after these uh, clients of theirs and, and helping them generate business. Wayne Taylor, Wayne Taylor Racing, one of the most successful sports car programs in all of racing here in America. Wayne, we won't tell anybody, but any ideas what uh, your sons, Jordan and Ricky, might have waiting for them from Santa Claus? I, you know, I don't even know. <laughs> well, firstly, they, firstly, it's Hanukkah because they're, they're yeah. Jewish kids. So... <laughs> They have, they have everything that they get something, but you know what? They get more than anybody do anyway on any given day. So, <laughs> no, um, I'll just provide a good car for Ricky and make sure he's got a car that he can win races in. And, um, yeah, that'll be it. Hey, Wayne, as always, it's yes. greatness when you roll in the Freak Nation, buddy. Happy holidays to you. And we're looking forward Thanks. to hopefully getting a bro hug into in there somewhere for 2021. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you very much. See you, buddy. And you, and you guys have a great holiday. Why do I just feel like he was just had his feet kicked up on the couch? Because <laughs> he did. <laughs>